0: Son, where'd you find this? Do
1: it!
2: Just do it! Make your dreams come true! A few moments later...
3: You are now listening to Podcast 42, the world's most popular, inaccurate, and sometimes squirreled telling of pop culture
0: history.
2: Nice. Just On that note, it is time for podcast forty-two. Yay! I'm Christopher Devos.
3: I'm Nicole Stone.
2: Me Grimlock,
3: and I'm Faraz. Hey,
2: <laughs> <laughs> why don't you say your last
3: name? What? What do you mean? Is, because it's—is uh, it secretive?
0: I don't even know how to say your last name.
3: Well, yeah, sure. Let's because they can why find would you. I Want and,
0: to make Jail realize it's that he,
3: you know, why would I draw attention to that? To people not being able to say my last name. I
0: actually didn't realize you had a last name until about a week or two ago. Because if it's secretive, it's on the webpage.
2: And
3: it's in the Facebook group. (laughs) But it's just been like the thing that we've been doing since the beginning. Okay. So it's just tradition. Yeah. All right. Like me. I'm very traditional. (laughs) Tradition.
4: My mom mom asked if when you become a citizen, you'll still say A. And I said yes. You're not a citizen?
3: No. (laughs) I'm Canadian.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I
4: know
3: that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm still Canadian. So you're here on a visa? No. Well, I, this is getting very personal now. <laughs> wow. Is it dual citizenship? All right, well. I we'll would still be a citizen then. <laughs> yeah. So, Sorry. We'll have to dive into this
2: on a live show. <laughs> I know. But instead, let's open up the beer cooler.
0: Yeah.
1: J. L. Beer Cooler. It's cooler than you think. J. L. Beer
0: Cooler. It's cooler than nothing drink. It's cooler than nothing drink.
2: Yeah. Now when you walked in with this beer, you said, "I brought Dragon Yum Yums." Yeah. From uh, Dogfish Head. Dogfish. And then you put the beer in the fridge. And then I got into the fridge and I looked at the beer and
4: it's in conjunction with the Flaming Lips. Yeah.
2: And I got excited.
4: It's also Dragons and Yum-Yums, not Dragon Yum-Yums. Dragon Yum-Yums. No, what are Dragons the and Yum-Yums.
2: That's the what it lips says. Flaming Lips are a band. Yeah, uh, indie band. A real good band. Go listen to them.
0: They've been around for a very long time. They're very popular. They have a huge following.
2: Dragon Yum-Yums is how you train your dragon. You want the dragon to, like, go potty outside you give it dragon yum yums when it does
4: all i believe I that that's just not what the bottle says it says dragons ampersand yum yums
2: i got i have a good feeling about this one Ooh. i like the label too label's a six it's like an alien because it says flaming lips on it
0: <laughs> yep this is one of uh dogfish heads limited releases and all that it's in conjunction with the flaming Lips. you've never froze
3: all right we're back well you can continue the label has a dragon-like creature being ridden by a, what appears to be a beholder from the Dungeons and Dragons universe.
0: It looks like Geo Dude <laughs> from Pokemon.
3: That's the lead singer of the Flaming Lips riding that dragon. He looks like the Pokemon. Yeah, and the beholder. Yeah, that's what's so cool about the band. Yeah. Where's lips like though? A frog it's like one alien. eyeball with arms. They're on fire. This is weird. What did you say that Pokemon's name
4: was? Geo Dude.
3: Yeah, I see that too.
4: <laughs> it's the rock with two arms
2: Alright well grab your pens and papers Because it's time for our pop quiz This week we're doing the Transformers Yay You don't have a pen?
0: I think Nicole t- Sorry.
2: And this pop quiz is called I hope Optimus Prime finds this quiz Semi amusing Or jazz hands Am I? <laughs> Optimus Prime is a semi oh. And jazz is a one of the Transformers Cool Alright All right. This will go well. Five general knowledge facts on transformers, in order of the easiest to the hardest, to test your knowledge. Score one point for each correct answer. No, (laughs) I did appreciate the costume though. It's good. (laughs) Yes, for us, it's all about the costumes. We'll do more costumes when we take this to uh, live, to a live uh, Facebook or or a
3: location live location.
2: Yeah. Alright, question one. Before he was a Chevrolet Camaro, Bumblebee was what type of car? Before Michael Bay got his mitts on him.
0: Stupid Michael Bay.
2: Bumblebee was this type of car first. Question two. The soul of the Transformers is called what? What is their soul called? Nicole's been writing things down. I'm very very proud.
1: Very
0: did you watch any Transformers leading up to this? No. Have you seen any of the movies? Yes. Okay. Um, what about the animals? That's great movie? research. No. <laughs> The animated Question
2: the animated three. What band requested to be part of the soundtrack on the original Transformers movie? When did it come out? Ninety something.
0: It was actually about two thousand three.
2: Was it two thousand three? Yeah. It was between ninety something and two thousand three.
0: What band requested? Mm-hmm. What band no.
3: requested?
2: They wanted to be on the soundtrack.
0: But
3: now what band actually got accepted? Or are they won in the same They won yeah. they were on there. Okay.
2: I'll give you a hint, they cannot record anymore. Got it. They're still around, but they they cannot record. Although
3: I feel like that single that they wrote for that film was a very odd song for that movie.
2: I don't I don't remember the song. Question four. Approximately how many times has Optimus Prime died? Including huh. comics, TV, and movies. How many times approximately has old Optimus been killed? Jeez.
3: I I have no idea on that.
0: Me one. either. I'm just taking a guess. Take a guess.
2: Uh, within five, you get a point. Within five? Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's, within it's, five. It's been in Jesus. multiples. That is true. <laughs> He's always dying. And question number five, in what year was the first BitCon held? You get it within five, you get a point. What the heck is BitCon? BitCon
3: is a convention that celebrates robots and Transformers. Robots and Transformers? Yeah. So, like, Mech warrior as well? Sure. Battletech? Yeah, why not? Robotech? Cylons? Yes, Mobile,
0: shit, mobile Suit Gundam?
3: Droids? Terminators? Vacuums? iRobots? <laughs> That's the same thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, pens down. No. Yeah, you were too busy listing off robots. To <laughs> Question one, before it was a Chevrolet Camaro, Bumblebee was what type of car? Nicole?
4: <laughs> VW Beetle. JL?
0: Volkswagen Bug.
2: And Faraz? VW Bug. Beetle is correct.
4: Oh, really? Good job. I was just guessing. Question two. You did good.
2: You did good. Question (laughs) two. The soul of Transformers is called what, Jail? They're Spark. For us? Spark. Nicole? Blank. Blank. I didn't. It's Spark. (laughs) Question three. What band requested to be part of the soundtrack on the original Transformers movie? Nicole.
4: I had originally put, because, you know, based on what year you said. Yeah. Um originally put Fallout Boy, but then you said they can't record anymore, no. and they are still coming out with new stuff. So I said Linkin Park. They can't record anymore.
0: Jail. I said Linkin Park. <gasps> For us?
3: It's Linkin Park. It's Linkin Park.
0: Ah, look at this! Did you know that their DJ also goes by DJ Starscream? No. No, I. My
4: gosh, I lucky guessed
0: twice. That sounds so familiar, too. Yeah, I I just never. Linkin Park is actually like when he does solo stuff, goes by DJ Starscream.
2: No, I didn't know. I mean, Linkin Park's okay. I once put uh, all their greatest hits together, and it was like one long song. Although I never noticed that just listening to the individual songs on the radio. But when you put them all together, I'm like,
0: oh, this is like. It's one long good song.
2: It's a good song, but it is one long song. Question four. Approximately how many times has Optimus Prime died, including comics, TVs and movies? Within five, you get a point. JL. Seven. Faraz. Fifteen.
4: Nicole. (laughs) Eighty. You made it seem like he dies a lot. He does. And between movies and comics and like TV series, it could have very well been that many.
2: It's roughly 25 times. Okay. Give or take.
0: Wow, nice, Faraz. Roughly. You were closest. You were the though, closest. Always. Still <laughs> no points, yeah. but you were <laughs> the closest. I was
3: still five shy of the window. And, of
2: course, question five was always the impossible question. In what year was the first bit Con held? Faraz? 94. JL?
0: 95.
2: Nicole?
4: 97.
2: Everyone gets a point. It's 94. Double points for Faraz. Yeah.
0: Good job. Ooh, I, think Faraz I, won I didn't quiz. do terrible for that one. No, That's you didn't. Something. No, and all you had to do was watch an animated series and go play with some toys.
2: toys that i could never get to transform (laughs) i was not that good at it It got
0: easier after they weren't die cast metal anymore yeah my brother was
2: big in the transformers and he could do it and he's younger than me so you know it was always uh i can i can get this toy to work and i i I couldn't do it i could (laughs) i could never get them to work i was only good at the beast wars
0: love those. Those were so good.
2: So let's get into the script. This is JL's topic. You lead us off.
0: That's right. On Transformers. More than eats meets the eye. <laughs> I'm thinking Unicron already. Robots in disguise. The brutal civil war for Cybertron has captured the imagination for decades. Most of us know the violent plight of the heroic Autobots and the sinister Decepticons. Hold Do- on a
2: second. Nicole? What? Who's the good
0: guys? Who's the bad
2: guys?
4: Autobots are good. Decepticons are bad. All right. Good. Job. Autobots roll out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, good job, good job. <laughs> at least she knows the catchphrase. <laughs> Dutiful Optimus Prime and Malevolent Megatron have led their armies into battle over countless iterations from prehistoric Earth through the cos through to the cosmos and back. Today when many people hear the word transformers, they're probably either thinking about the glorious cartoon series of the eighties and nineties, or the awful Michael Bay, worse than the Star Wars prequels film franchise. But at the heart of the Transformers. It's spark is the Hasbro toy line.
2: Now, Nicole, what sound does the Transformers make
0: when they're transforming?
4: Is this setting me up? No, (laughs) no. I'm
2: seeing seeing how you're I'm seeing how as somebody who's not a fan. My four
0: year old would get this right. Let me just point that out.
2: This some of this stuff, it bleeds into pop culture. Like some things, you know, about some things, even though you don't watch it. Family Guy has used it. So this sounds pretty famous, even if you don't watch it.
0: Because Peter used to work with Soundwave.
2: <laughs> do you know the sound?
4: No, unless it's like pew pew pew. Uh, yeah, yeah that's it. Know. It is. It's kind of phew, of <laughs> it. Pew
0: pew pew pew. Oh, no,
4: no, no. It's not like it's not like <laughs> it's not like shots from a Star Wars gun. But like it's it just go on.
3: No, no. what do do? It again. <laughs> it's
0: more like. Mar-a-a.
4: Okay.
2: Yeah, it's iconic. Yeah. Okay.
3: <laughs> While it's common knowledge that the cartoon series which made the franchise into a legend was created solely to help push the Hasbro toys. Not many realized that this toy line itself was just a rebranding of previous vehicle-to-robot transforming figures. Japanese toy maker Takara Tommy was first to market with its Microman and Diaclone transforming figures. The Diaclone transforming robots, released in 1980, were themselves a spin-off of Takara Tommy's is it Tommy's or Tomy's?
4: I would think it's Tomy, because it isn't is Tommy Tomy's. two, what? I a it's two M's? I don't know. Tommy is T-O-M-M-Y. Is so that, yeah, I, I look at JL, because he
3: usually answers all the Japanese names I for think us. I JL is Japanese. People don't know <laughs> that. <laughs> anyway, so, where was I? The Diaclone Transforming Robots, released in 1980, were themselves a spin off of Takara Tomy's Microman toy line from the 1970s. In 1982, Diaclone launched the Car Robots series, which featured Diaclone robots transforming into contemporary vehicles. Many of the original Transformer Autobots came from this line, obviously, while original Decepticons, like Starscream, would emerge from Diaclone's Jet Robo line. Then, in 1984, US toy maker Hasbro (laughs) riding on the success of its G.I. Joe toy line, attained the license for Takara Tomy's toy lines, and merged the Car Robot series with the Jet Robos, creating the Transformers. Now, there's a show on
2: Netflix, and they also came out with the Transformers. Uh, it's, uh, it's about toys. I probably should have said that. It's about, and they do the uh, different... The Toys That Made Us. And they also did a Transformer episode, um, and... What's funny is the GI Joe was sent over to Japan and it didn't sell well because, of course, you know we bombed, we bombed them, (laughs) yes, we killed them, a lot of them. So they turned the GI Joe into a robot, and that sold, and that was one of the very beginnings of the robot robot craze over in Japan. Was that like the Microman series? Is that how that started? I don't remember. All that great detail. But I just remember that they it's the G.I. Joe figure. It's the the, the tall one, and they, they put a plastic body on it that was like a see-through robot, and it was very popular. As any good Transformer fan knows, this expansive series is typically separated by generations, arguably the most popular being Generation 1, which encompasses the era from the series launch 1984 through 1993. Following the format of Hasbro's G.I. Joe toy line, an animated series pairing the toy maker hired comic book titans Jim Shooter, perhaps most famous for his work with Marvel, Bob Bud- Budatsky, who would uh, am I saying that
0: right, Jail? I don't know. Okay,
2: <laughs> who would become known for his Transformers works in Marvel Comics, and Dennis O'Neill, known for his work on DC's Batman and Green Arrow, to develop a story for the Transformers. It was O'Neill who would give the name Optimus Prime to the legendary Autobot leader, and Budansky who would create the original story, the origin story. As the epic fable goes, the Autobots, desperately trying to escape an onslaught from Decepticons, which ones are the good guys again, Nicole?
4: The Autobots. Okay, just checking.
2: Are under attack aboard their ship, the Ark. The Decepticons relentlessly pursue with their own spaceship, the Nemesis, until both suffer cast Catastrophic battle damage and plummet into prehistoric Earth. With the third era of Transformers, the Beast Wars.
3: Page turned for Chris again.
0: <laughs> Every time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we'll later convey what happened around this time. The Generation 1 heroes and villains don't wake from the disastrous crash until the 1980s. Because the eighties music was the best music ever, so they waited.
0: That's right. They did stay
3: asleep until that time. So yes. were...
0: without that Soundwave could never be a cassette player. <laughs> no. They That's were true.
2: they were fans of Human League. Don't you want me baby? <laughs>
4: The animated series also launched in 1984 and was produced by Sunbow Productions and Marvel Productions. Around this time, Marvel also released their Transformers comic book series featuring cameo appearances by well-known Marvel heroes like Spider-Man. While Marvel would alter some of Budiansky's origins for the Transformers, the premise was essentially kept intact. This is considered the definitive canon for the majority of the fans of the characters. Much of the mytho- mythos? Mythos? Mythos.
0: mythos
2: mythos
4: mythos much of the mythos introduced on Wait, the- aren't
2: those those mints? Oh, they're the fresh maker. Mentos. Oh,
4: okay. Much of them much of the mythos Almost said Mentos. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> <The fresh maker. laughs> introduced on the cartoon and in the comic became core elements of the characters even to this day, including the Transformers' home planet Cybertron, their crash landing on Earth, and the Autobots' friendship with a teenage boy with the last name Witwicky. Spike in the cartoon, Buster in the comic, and Sam in the movie. Besides Optimus Prime, other main characters include Bumblebee, a Volkswagen Beetle, Soundwave, a cassette player, Jazz, a Porsche, Megatron, a gun, and Starscream, a fighter jet.
2: Here's a little trivial knowledge to throw your way. Sam in the movie was played by who? Shia LaBeouf. And whose opening includes Shia LaBeouf screaming? Ours. Yes! Good job! That's right. And yes. which fighter jet? There's <laughs> another one. Which fighter jet was Starscream? Which, what kind of fighter jet? Yeah. It was a uh, fast one.
0: <laughs> there was only one jet in the movie. Are we talking no, like in animated? The or? In the
3: animated, he was based on the U.S. fighter uh, flagship fighter jet. In the movie, he was based on the new U.S. flagship fighter jet. It was the F eighteen in the animated series, and I believe the F twenty two or F twenty four in that in the film.
0: Well, yeah, you had to separate them in the animated because there were different types of jets and all that. You had the cone heads and the not cone heads. Well, I'm
3: saying that in the, the F eighteen came out, and then
2: I thought it was Benny and the Jets.
0: Benny and the Jets. Benny! <laughs> He's always contemporary. <clears throat> yes. Generation One's second season culminated with a 1986 animated theatrical film, The Transformers Movie. The film served as a divide between Generation One's second and third seasons and featured the final performance given by legendary actor Orson Welles as the planet-eating Unicron, the Galactus of the Transformers universe, who is actually just a big Transformer himself. Yep. A planet-sized Transformer. The movie also featured the voice of Leonard Nimoy, as the Bio-Galvatron, Revenant of Megatron, and the Reluctant Servant to Unicron. It also had Judd Hirsch as Hot Rod.
2: Judd Hirsch, really? Yeah. That's awesome.
0: I know. Who was like, the, that was a big deal, because that was like right after Breakfast Club, so getting him to do an animated movie was like a big deal. Yeah? Yeah. Generation 2 was launched in <laughs> 1993, though at the time, the Transformers universe was yet to be divided by the Generation markers, which were purely Wait a, a minute, fan. wait a minute, wait a minute.
2: Wasn't Judge Hirsch in Taxi? No, that's.
0: Well, wait, am, what? am I thinking Judd Nelson?
2: Judd Nelson. Yeah, i thinking Judd Jed Nelson. Judd Nelson's Breakfast Club. Judd Hirsch's oh, Taxi.
0: Yeah, that's right. I like Taxi more. <laughs> so
2: was it Judd Hirsch? No, it was or Judd Or was it Judd Nelson? Okay. It's Judd Nelson. Okay. <laughs>
0: Too many Judds. <laughs>
2: not enough Judds.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> it depends what you're watching. Where was I? Oh, Hi. we'll just start at the beginning. <clears throat> generation 2 was launched. No, in... that's
2: not how you said it before.
0: Oh, Generation 2 was launched in 1993. So at the time, the Transformers universe was yet to be divided by the generation markers, which were purely a fan concept before Hasbro adopted the format. This second generation featured mostly modified versions of Generation 1 figures, now equipped with electronic lights and spring-loaded weapons. Yes. Yeah, that to always swallow makes that better. And take me to the hospital. I also repainted some of them, too. Like, the Constructicons were yellow instead of green, and Grimlock, for some reason, was blue. Mm. The Generation 2 animated series was also little more than reworked episodes of the first generation, this time including snippets of CGI animation. It was presented as though the stories were recordings of historical events by the Cybernet Space Cube.
3: Arguably, there were only two notable events in Generation 2. The first, coming in the form of the Marvel comic series by the same name, wherein the Transformers disbanded the Autobot and Decepticon factions and recognized each other purely as Cybertronians. This piece, of course, would not last. The second milestone of Generation 2 was the inclusion of toy maker Tonka's competing franchise of transforming robots, the GoBots. They sucked. The GoBots, which were launched by Tonka just before Hasbro's Transformers, were essentially the same thing, warring factions of car-transforming robots against aircraft-transforming robots. The exception was that GoBots were compatible with toy sets from other toy maker lines like Matchbox and Hot Wheels. Ooh. Now
2: I have a special place in my heart for GoBots because they were
0: easier to transform.
2: No, once <laughs> big fan of Quick as a kid, the powdered one where you take the powder and you put it in the milk and you stir yeah. it up. They had a contest um, on the lid when you. It's it's like a looks like a. At the time, it was like it looks like a gigantic sardine can, and then it had the lid that you had to pry open with a spoon. It mm-hmm. sat on there real... I don't know if they still make it that way. I don't think so. Wait, is this I the packaging for the dog? original
3: GoBots? What's that? Mm-hmm. The original GoBots came in sardine cans? No. The no, big no, big. no, no. This is
2: about quick. Quick, the like, chocolate Oh, milk. okay, yeah. okay. Nest yeah. Quick before Quick. was Nesquik, it was, yeah. quick, okay, yeah. it was it. just quick. But they had uh, uh, a promotion where you could win GoBots. Uh, you open up the lid, and on the bottom of the lid, it would say you're a winner or not a winner. Try again. You... Big loser.
4: You know, it's kind of funny. What? So there's uh, an ice cream company, the light ice cream Halo Top. You know, and they have the gold Are lids. Are they giving away Transformers? No, but they did a contest where if you looked inside and if your thing was gold, then you won. I'm like, well, can't anybody just take off the lid and see if that wrapper is gold? But I don't know if it was on top or underneath when you peeled it off. Oh, I'm sure but, there was
2: some yeah some way to not to cheat. Snapple yeah. did the same thing. But Wait, anyway, oh, I won a big GoBot. Not a Whoa. small one, because the GoBots were small. They were... Like uh, the old GI Joe, Joe Star Wars, 80s. yeah, Star Wars figure size. But I won one of the big GoBots and it shot a ball out of its butt.
4: Wow, that skill!
2: It was like a twenty dollar trans or a GoBot at the time, and that was expensive in the eighties for a toy. It was twenty dollar no. GoBot, and I won it, and they sent it to me in the mail, and I played with it three times. Do you remember which one it was? I don't remember, but I do remember it shot a ball out of its butt. Was it a car? It was a tanky thing.
0: No, no. I, was, I liked the motorcycle, the leader of the evil gobots, Psykill. I don't remember any of them. I just remember the one that shot the ball. The leader out of, of its the butt. good gobots was leader you one. Could
4: probably look that up to see what it was. I'm so, a, what year was it? Do you remember? I don't remember. Mid 80s. Okay.
3: I'm rethinking my whole childhood
0: right now. So it's, any it's the only thing, thing I ever won. Did any... you know that gobots are finally now big in Canada?
3: No, I didn't. I had no idea. Yeah,
0: it's a thing because you know how they get everything later? Gobots are now finally big <laughs> in Canada.
3: Yeah. So... <laughs> So any time that I had no difficulty transforming a transformer, it yeah. was actually a Gobot that I was playing with. See, it might have been because <laughs> they were way simpler. Oh man! Like I, really I think... thought, I was like getting good at transformers. No, no, it was just a Gobot.
2: It was just the Gobot. I think the Gobots basically it. You you just pulled out the arms or pushed them in. One of my to, favorite to the car, and you pulled out the legs or pushed them in to do the car.
3: One of my favorite transformer toys that I remember having as a child was remember. this like, this race car that all I had to do was flip it. Uh, it's hard to describe flip it vertically. Yeah, and it's pull out his arms and his guns and his head would pop out. That's probably a GoBot. Yeah, now I realize that. Yeah, it was probably GoBot. Oh.
2: Because a transformer, if you wanted to take a transformer from a robot to a car, it was seventy two thousand steps, and the the thing, the instruction book that it came with was bigger than four IKEA instruction books. So I
3: remember, my friends had like Optimus Prime and Megatron and stuff, and I would play with them, mm-hmm. and I, we could just never figure them out. No,
2: you either you either kept them as a robot or you kept
3: them as the truck, whatever
2: yeah. whatever version you got it in originally. That's where it was. That's where it stayed forever.
3: I just remember like distinctly those two characters were a pain to transform. Where was I? Thanks to uh, Hasbro's acquisition of Tonka, Generation two saw the merger of the Transformers and Gobot's universes. However, while Hasbro owned the fictional properties of the Gobots franchise, toy manufacturing went to Bandai instead.
2: Generation Two ended with the epic launch of the Beast Wars series in 1996. Now, this is where I drop out.
0: Oh, see, and this was like the first full CGI series that they did. Yeah,
2: I, I'm not familiar with the
0: Beast Wars. I was instead of. Um... Being Autobots and Decepticons. <clears throat> oh come on! <laughs> this third era of Transformers. They kill me when you do that. <laughs> Need to really start reading these. Yes,
2: this third era of Transformers <laughs> featured robots that would transform into prehistoric creatures instead of the customary vehicles. Did they do the bird, the pterodactyl? There yes, was a pterodactyl. His name was Pterosaur. Okay, but right. it was
3: a bird too. I forgot her
2: name. I like the pterodactyl. The Did they do an alligator? No. No, No,
0: okay. There was a rhino named Rhinox. A cheetah named Cheetor. Scorponok was in there. Megatron was a T-Rex.
2: Did they do a praying mantis?
0: No, but Optimus, instead of being Optimus Prime, was Optimus Primal. Okay.
2: Wait, they didn't do a praying mantis? I don't remember. Praying mantis would have been
3: cool. My favorite
0: episode of Beast Wars was when the spark of Starscream infected Waspinator.
3: They should have done a... They did an ant. I remember
0: that. Yeah, that was Inferno. Yeah, Inferno was was awesome. He was a fire ant.
2: They should have done a male praying mantis and a female praying mantis and then the uh, male praying mantis head could have fallen off they did a tarantula and a black widow yeah they needed a praying mantis I'm, I'm glad I dropped out before this because I've been disappointed the tie-in animated series was developed by Canadian company mainframe entertainment Now Rainmaker Studios, Beast Wars was the first completely CGI series in the Transformers franchise, as pointed out by J.L. Though original fans of the first two generations were initially upset by the transition from vehicles to animals... Like Chris. No, I just... I would... You gave up. I've moved past. He moved on. I was older. Beast Wars, thanks to its surprisingly mature and rich narrative, would go on to become one of the greatest series within the Transformers franchise. Now you missed out, Chris. I did miss out, but there's no Praying Mantis,
3: so I don't feel like I have missed out. I feel like there was a Praying Mantis.
0: I felt like we were very spoiled during this because at the time, like, where I grew up, the hour block that it was on, it went Batman the Animated Series into Beast Wars, so it was like a great- What was
3: that block called?
0: It was on Fox, right? It was on Fox, but yeah, it was the best hour you could spend in your day. It was like, yeah, Batman the Animated Series, (gasps) now Transformers. Yeah. That sounds cool, except for the Batman part. What? <laughs> 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 just
2: joking. Uh, the show's success would be celebrated for years, warranting Hasbro to release a 10th anniversary collection in the
3: show's honor. You sound so bored while you're reading that. I didn't sound bored. He was. Just the saying... show's success would be celebrated.
4: There was a For Mantis.
3: years, Chris. For years.
0: Because it was such terror. a good show. Can I say? Okay, so I'll reread that. You knocked that. over Ultra B. I'm sorry. I bring one Transformer and you knock sorry. them over.
4: There was a, a Praying Mantis Transformer.
0: Okay. I think it was like. just released as an action figure, but was never on the show.
2: Well, now I'm excited. So I'll reread the line mm. The show's success would be <laughs> celebrated for years, warning Hasbro to release a 10th anniversary collection. In the show's honor. Wow!
0: I'm just going to say this to Chris also. I'm looking at the action figure, and you would hate this. It looks like it would be a pain to transform. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just
2: leave it as a praying mantis. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. And then
2: I would tell people that this is a robot. It's a robot praying mantis, but you can't see the robot form. It's only in the praying mantis Well form.
3: What was
0: the name?
4: Man Terror? That's another
0: one. I think there was another one, too. No,
4: they keep saying that. Is it Man they Terror? They keep
0: saying that. That's right. just, oh, um, my gosh. So I think I had like like it. A bitch. Hold on. I'm looking at it before I'm you pretty... take it out of my...
3: I Fresh. feel like it's in my parents' house because I have all my old Beast Wars there. Oh yeah, that's gonna be impossible to transform.
0: D- Seriously, like when you look at it, that just looks like it's awful to transform. Yeah.
3: No, I I remember this. My my brother and I had this.
2: You know, Transformers are super cool, but I'm surprised they caught on like they did because they were really hard to transform.
3: Mm. Are those um, underneath mm. its talons or whatever? Mm. Those little discs they fly out. There's a clicker. Ah. I think we lost the clickers, I think it's though. part of
0: like Scorpinox. Like the action figure for Scorpinox was like that too.
3: Yeah.
4: I saved a praying mantis once. It uh, was in my school. Did it try to bite you? No. I took a cup. S-
3: your head
0: off.
4: And I took a piece of paper. So like I covered it with a cup and a piece of paper. And then I took it outside.
3: Aww. Oh, that's very nice of you. Scorpinox no, was the only Beast Wars Transformer that was in the Michael Bay film yes, franchise. It was.
0: And they made him mindless, which was really aggravating. Yeah. By the
2: way, a Clicker in my house is a remote control.
4: this series occurs 300 years after the great war between autobots and decepticons cybertronians are again at war but the old banners have been laid to rest and the warring factions are now recognized as maximals the new autobots and predacons successors to the decepticons of old History repeats itself quite literally with the Maximal spacecraft crash landing on a mysterious planet after being attacked by a Predacon vessel, which similarly plummets into the ground.
2: Now, Maximal, wasn't that the guy in the TV show that could turn into a shark
0: and a tiger? That was Manimal. Oh, (laughs) okay.
4: That's such a literal
0: name. What? (laughs) It was a great show. You should really look it up sometime. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: However, unlike their predecessors, these Transformers do not fall into a century spanning hibernation and instead awaken to continue their battle in the prehistoric landscape, molding themselves into various mammals, reptiles, and even dinosaurs.
2: Dinosaurs. (laughs) It's a dinosaur. (laughs) Life finds
4: a a way. It is later revealed that these Transformers, in their fight through space, fell through a space-time warp, and were actually on prehistoric Earth. Yeah, they took a jump to the left. Their battle reaches a (laughs) jaw-dropping crescendo with the discovery of the legendary Autobot Ark and the hibernating Autobots within, including slumbering, helpless Optimus Prime. Who then got killed? What?
3: 25 times. He didn't die in Beast Wars, though. He might as well. The Maximal saved him.
0: Oh, I hate you. I hate
2: did he turn? You. Did uh, Max, Was the Maximal a tiger or a shark when he
0: saved him? An ape. animal. No, a gorilla. An okay. I hate you. You're making me talk. This was such a great episode. Mm. Beast Wars would go on to inspire spin spinoff series across the world, and its second season episode, Code of Hero, about the heroic fall of the tragic character Dinobot is often hailed as the best episode ever produced by the Transformers franchise. That episode was so good. Yeah, you
3: just said it was a great episode. And now you know you're not alone. The world saw it as a great episode. I know. It was so good.
2: It was JL and then the world behind him crying when this thing died.
3: We were all crying. My brother yeah. and I were, like, hugging each other on the couch. <laughs>
0: it was very sad. It was it had a very, like, like what was it, like, samurai feel to it. Yeah. Because he had that coat of, like, again, the title, Code of Honor. <laughs> Such a good episode. Thanks. Code of now, Hero. In 2010, a decade after the end of the Beast Do you need Wars, a tissue? I will soon. Okay. Because we're talking about the this other.
3: episode, like it invokes all kinds of sad emotions. You pulled at the heartstrings.
0: Yeah, I feel fine. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, thank Ugh. you, REM.
0: <laughs> wow, because you know what? Everybody hurts, and we <laughs> hurt watching that episode in 2010. <laughs> A decade after the end of the Beast Wars series, and 11 years after his fateful sacrifice for the ancestors of humanity, Dinobot became the very first character to be given a place in Hasbro's Transformers Hall of Fame. There's a Transformers Hall of Fame? I want to know where the building is, which was created to honor real world... Really? You gave me Chris's part. Page turn. (laughs) (laughs) Contributors to the franchise. This ceremony for Dinobot and other 2010 inductees, such as Peter Cullen, voice of Optimus Prime, was held in Walt Disney. Seriously? How did I not know about this? I didn't know about it either. At the Swan and Dolphin Resort. I'm really upset I didn't know about this.
4: 2010, you were here too. Dinobot
3: was honored at the Swan and I Dolphin. I know. Such a weird place to honor him, though.
0: I know. <laughs> and I could have just walked there.
3: But if you're going to honor the Beast Wars, Swan and Dolphin. So which why? one's the predator? One's, 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 one's a, a bird.
0: The Maximal is a dolphin, right? Because yes, the Swan is secretly evil. Yes, but this C- dolphin's the, the fish, not the yeah,
2: not the flipper. At the swan and dolphin, the dolphin's the f- uh, fish. Yeah, but
0: not flipper. Right,
2: you're still looking at me and not saying anything for I us. Don't, <laughs> I don't understand
0: right. that
3: because this it, is neither fish nor fowl. It's the
0: dolphin, <laughs> It's the dolphin fish. Going back a bit, from September of 1999 to May of 2000, a short-lived sequel to Beast Wars called Beast Machines was launched. Beast Machines focused more on full-season stories that took the Maximals and their leader, Optimus Primal, back to Cybertron to fight Megatron and the Viacons. I thought it was a very underrated series. I actually, um, I don't know how I felt about it. I don't think I cared that much for it. Looking back on it, I think it was very underappreciated. I think it's a good story as a whole. Like, you had, like, the betrayals of, like, things that you just, you didn't think you would ever see. Like, Rhinox, who was so loyal to yeah. Optimus Primal, and then end up be. He pretty much ended up becoming the main villain of that series.
3: But where did the Praying Manus come in? Beast Wars. In the action figure line. Okay. I just felt like in Beast Machines, Optimus Primal went the way of Disney's Luke Skywalker. By you the know? way, Beast Machine was my nickname in college. Beast <laughs> <Machine>. <laughs> Robots in Disguise <laughs> aired next and is generally just considered a placeholder series between Beast Machines Me? and the reboot. Transformers Armada. Robots in Disguise was brought over and dubbed from the Japanese program Transformers Car Robots. Those Japanese are so precise with their naming. Very original names. (laughs) Looking more anime in tone, Robots in Disguise has the Autobots fight the Decepticons in a self-contained series with no story connections to anything aired before it or after it. Because it seems like Transformers just decided to figure out that it ever happened. I just, I don't, I don't think it followed
2: any canon. It didn't care; it Next. was its own
0: thing. Robots in Disguise actually isn't that bad. Like David really? Pumpkins,
3: I never I, gave it a chance. Any
0: questions? Um, <laughs> Lex watches it a lot. Yeah, there's like no real like the Decepticons don't look that great or anything like that. But there's no connection whatsoever. The only thing that they really connected it to was uh, rescue bots at one point. Which was like the kid. It's the new Go GoBots for kids.
2: Okay, I didn't.
3: I didn't know where you're going with that.
0: Yeah, Rescue Bots is just like this whole like safety thing, and it's not in here. But yeah,
3: I guess this is where I kind of pulled out of the series, like Chris pulled out before Beast Wars.
0: Well, I guess you never knew where to pull out.
3: No. <laughs> Next, when in- my nickname was Beast
2: Machine, I pulled out a lot.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nicole's mom.
2: <laughs> oh i finally get a high nicole's mom with something i said it's only been 54 episodes i'm gonna give you a high five Come wow. across the table beast machine i <laughs> <laughs> i did it next we can shut down the podcast now we don't have to record anything else
4: just like john oliver did and then he even realized that hbo nicole's contracts mom. were hard to get
0: out of
3: isn't that beast machines ended with them all going organic right
0: Mm hmm. Going organic. Were you, you all mean? organic too? Yeah, they became vegan. And stuff I was just like about had... to
4: ask organic vegans?
0: Yeah, Whole Foods took over the planet.
4: Was it like.
3: What? I don't understand. Apparently Cybertron wasn't always like a. Metal planet? A metal planet. No. So, was... so he alle-
4: harvested solar energy instead of using like refined oils? They were essentially the allergic to gluten. Oh. <laughs> Got it. So much uh, information I'm learning
3: shrimp and eggs and shellfish.
4: Yeah. <laughs> More
0: gluten, though.
3: Anyway. <laughs> Soy. After Transformers Armada, in 2002... Wait, where was yes. I? Yes. Next, in 2002, Transformers Armada was co-produced between Hasbro and... I think I'm going to burp. Hold on. No, take your time. All right, it's not coming out, yeah, so there's I, no time let's continue. This, yeah.
4: if it
2: does, Transformers Armada oh, was co-produced. Right,
4: right into the mic if you have to. Yeah.
2: I got a burp now. Hold on a second. No, I'm okay. Go ahead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Remember that one time where you had, didn't? Where you tried to burp, but you like looked away, and we didn't know what was happening. Yeah, so I didn't burp into the mic. But I didn't burp into the mic. No, I, just, I mean, there's I many podcasts where they do burp into the mic. Did Some you of want those are ours. <laughs> I mean, am I supposed to burp into the mic? Well, you don't. No, no you don't. Ha- no, you don't have to. No, I just I swallowed. It. I swallowed it back down
0: again.
2: <laughs> Thanks a lot. Just talking about burping made me burp. Don't talk about any other
3: body functions. I'm going to skip this whole sentence. <laughs> Transformers Armada picked up where the 1980s show left off, but with a new continuity altogether.
0: Continuity? Con-
3: I can't. Okay, fine. Thanks to yeah. Con- <laughs> If he you didn't wrote a burp,
0: he could say continuity. All right, something happened. <laughs> I, <laughs> I wrote a burp. Part.
3: Optimus Prime and Megatron were brought back as the leaders of their respective factions. Unicron from Transformers the movie made an appearance his role in Armada and the two series that followed would be dubbed dum-dum-dum the Unicron Trilogy
0: wow that was a tough title to come up with
2: you can always tell when Faraz writes a part because all of his will say arguably (laughs) and generations (laughs) (laughs) there's another word that you love if I can find however (laughs) however if those words are in the sentence Faraz
4: wrote it you know it's funny you know how sometimes, like, you'll see things online where they mix up the letters in a word to say, like, oh, you can read what this actually says because your brain is correcting the letters to the way they should be? Yeah. Um, so when I look at that, I just keep seeing unicorn instead of unicron. But I know it's unicron because I'm reading it, but I keep wanting to think it's unicorn. Because anyway. It's so close.
3: As oh. we learned before, if the word truncated comes up, it's Chris.
4: <laughs> <laughs> truncated. Also-
2: If there's an exclamation mark in the sentence, that's Faraz.
4: He gets, yes, energized.
3: But if there's quotation marks without a quote, (laughs) that's (laughs) me, baby.
2: That's all me. (laughs) A new concept introduced was the Minicons, human-sized robots that, when combined with the larger Transformers, would give them a power boost. It was the Minicons that the Decepticons and Autobots were now warring over. So they basically
3: stole Voltron? You know, I've never watched Voltron.
0: Oh my god, how have you never watched Voltron?
3: I just I don't know. I just never really There are a lot of Netflix? good there are a lot of shows to watch and yeah, yeah. the reboots on Netflix. I like You the would reboot. like it.
0: It's good. I like the changes they made in the reboot. The original's still great, but the changes they did in the reboot don't really damage any of the history or anything like that. It just it adds to the story.
2: Now we've mentioned this before on several podcasts that we've done. But I'm gonna mention it again because I always liked the other one and I can never remember the damn name of it. It was they had the bird helmets.
0: Oh, um G Force or Gotcha G Force. I like G Force better than Voltron, but Voltron's still pretty good. I love G Force also. That was a great show. Nicole watched none of these. <gasps> Careful. Ultra beat. Careful. What Tran- is this transformer, Jail? That's Ultra B from Transformers: Robots in Disguise. I stole it from my four-year-old for the show. It's a combiner, so the like legs, a Megazord. Yeah, it's yeah, like how from like, Power well, Rangers. Describe you know, it since nobody right? can see it. So the thing is, if you remember, jail Devast- brought a transformer. I did. I brought a transformer. So like Devastator, who is essentially five different Constructicons all made into one. Not, this is Ultra B from Transformers, Transformers, Robots in Disguise. So the legs are made up of I gotta Grimlock.
2: S- I got to interrupt you for one second because Ultra B sounds like an 80s techno band.
0: Uh, Yeah, and if you watch the show... That's not what you were called in high loves, school? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he loved, like, in, in the show, Bumblebee loves, like, music 80s hair rock. So okay. was, like, they threw in some of the elements from the movies and different things like that to make Bumblebee a little more modern. He's the hero in this. He's the leader. Okay. So this is his team. So Bumblebee makes up the body, like the main part of the body. Grimlock's the legs. Strongarm is one of the arms, and then Sideswipe is the other.
2: And how so does that transform? Swipe. Does no it transform point. into something, or no? They you just, just
0: piece all, it together. Yeah, piece it together. They all form their individual forms. So you and could take
4: it we'll, apart, yeah. and they'll all be different
0: things. Yeah, they'll be their cars and <gasps> everything like that. Because so. the arms look like cars, and the cars oh,
3: yeah. will transform into robots.
0: Yeah.
2: So
3: like. Like Gobots.
0: Yeah. Oh, that was really easy. Yeah. I
2: would play with that. Mm. How much does your son want for that?
4: This is really good for an audio podcast.
0: (laughs) He don't want it. He's pretty much uh, broken most of it. Okay. He doesn't even know that I took it.
2: Well, then he'll never know it's missing.
0: Nope. I'll probably get yelled at when I get home. Okay. Dad, you took Bumblebee. Darn it. (laughs) You took Ultra Bee.
2: Transformers Energon in 2004 saw Transformers return to computer-generated animation. Energon picked up where the Armada left off, but 20 years later. Here we see the Autobots and Decepticons working together to mine Earth and the solar system for Energon, their power source. The series ends with a climactic battle that sees Megatron transform into Galvatron, who then plunged into the sun rather than be controlled by Unicron.
3: Like his Transformers movie self was.
2: Did I... Did did, I didn't read? I read that kind of boring, didn't I? No, no, I liked it. I think it was fine. No, I need to do it like for us. Like tragically, the series ends with a climactic battle that sees Megatron transform into Galvatron.
4: Bum bum bum!
0: It sounds like an old '80s like commercial to buy the toys. Who then? I'm gonna go buy Galvatron, and then (laughs) you go buy Galvatron.
4: I thought you were going to finish your sentence. No, is Nicole not paying
0: attention had anymore? No, Nicole has uh, no. not been no, paying attention I was
4: paying attention. In Nicole? all fairness,
2: she paid attention. I didn't finish the sentence.
4: I was waiting for you to finish the sentence. Nicole
0: quit paying attention when she found out Soundwave was a cassette player. Hmm. And she went, what's a cassette player? I <laughs>
4: know what a cassette player is. <laughs> Please.
3: Actually, I do want to hear Chris finish the sentence. With... Okay. Who then
0: plunged into
2: the sun rather than be controlled by... Unicron. Good. That hurt.
0: Done. I, I got a cough. I would, <coughs> I would listen to a, you book want a cough that you drop. Are, I brought some. you read. Oh, you God. could read bedtime stories to all of us. <laughs> like that, yeah, so. I'll read bedtime stories.
4: In 2007, Transformers Animated was aired in the wake of the live-action film. Wait, uh, it's called
3: Transformers Animated. They're yeah. getting better and better with the names now. Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah. or lazier and lazier. Transformers animated produced by Hasbro and Cartoon Network tried to appease all the fan bases with chaotic success. Yeah. How are you going to do that? Chaotic success. This was a more kid, kid friendly and cartoony version of Transformers. Optimus Prime became a young uncertain rookie instead of the commander we were used to. The plot did include classic footage from the original series and familiar toys uh, and familiar story arcs. I'm sorry.
0: No, oh, there were toy arcs in there.
4: Okay. Familiar story arcs, but would be used in new ways, from Starscream's attempts at leadership to the creation
0: of a space bridge to Cybertron.
3: Wait, they built a bridge to Cybertron from Earth?
0: Yeah, it's essentially like Heimdall was taking care of their ways back to and from Cybertron.
3: Did you
2: watch this? The bridge ended at Terabithia. Yeah.
0: They oh, just that's had to... sad, too. Yeah. <laughs> some of them couldn't make it over the river.
2: Oh, this is really... We are going to need the tissues then, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Optimus yeah. Prime... Diamondbot did
0: not make it through. They the
2: built the bridge, but I want to sell it to you mm-hmm. for a dollar. The bridge? Yeah. Like the Brooklyn the tissue Bridge. tissue Yes, it's a New York <laughs> expression. You should know that. Yeah.
3: Oh, this is a Twilight Zone reference from no, It's a New York reference. It has nothing to do with the Twilight w- Zone. But, no, but remember... No, no, don't know but me. <laughs> do not know but me. The episode me. that we have out there right now... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that we don't understand. That
0: what we said,
3: like I like, understood everything in that episode. I'll sell you that bridge for a dollar or whatever. Yeah, that's that's
0: a RoboCop reference.
2: That's a yeah, the Brooklyn Bridge. Like you sell the Brooklyn Bridge to unsuspecting New York. That's terse. not a RoboCop reference. Yeah, it's how's oh, oh the movie? The
0: one God. guy says, "I'd buy that for a dollar." All right, enough with this nonsense. RoboCop?
2: Yeah, but I don't. Let's do the fishbowl facts. Fishbowl. Oh, we're done? Oh, facts. That's yes.
0: it. That's it. You want to go first? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That was I a sad way to end <laughs> this. Look at you. <laughs> no, no, help me.
4: Help me. Okay, I there. can't help you. That's for you. Fine. Everybody else. All right, JL, Can you start
2: I... us off.
0: No, we're trading. What? I don't want to read about well, Michael. Aw. But... Oh, gosh. Yes, I want to read about this one. Perfect. Thank you. Everybody's happy. Thank you, Nicole. You made me feel better on this one. The Triple Changers are a subgroup of Generation 1 Transformers who have one robot mode and two alternate modes. Though there are countless Transformers with three modes, only a small number of them have been officially designated as Triple Changers. Beginning with the Triple Changers subgroup proper in 1986 and continuing with specific individuals thus marked in the years following, like Blitzwing and Springer.
2: I don't mind the movies. Why do you hate the movies so much?
0: Michael Bay ruined my childhood. Wait, what do you mean you
2: don't
3: mind the movies?
2: They're okay. Like, all the movies? The only thing, no. I mean, like any series, there's hits and misses. The only thing I don't like is when um, they don't really focus on the full robot. Like, Michael Bay will only show, like, half the robot in the action scenes. That's kind of hard to watch.
3: You said there's hits and misses yeah, not this one was a wasn't that bad misses to talk about only the only hit i can think of is the first movie
2: the first movie's right. good and but you um, pluralized this not the one that just released but the one before that i think was good really what was the one what's the one that just came out dark knight
0: the last night <laughs> the last night that's it The dark, dark don't you dare desecrate <laughs> can you, batman can you picture this? batman is a transformer and what was the one before
2: I that i can picture the bat movie all transforming um, What's Ooh, the one where they went to the, the age Batmobile of extinction look like? What's the one where they went to the desert?
0: That was um, the second one. Okay. Now that, well, that Megatron, was Megatron, right? There, right? The fallen.
2: What's the one that had John Goodman in it?
0: John Goodman wasn't in any of them.
2: Yeah, he was. Mm, good. John Goodman was in the
0: third one. He played hound. Okay, that one wasn't bad. That was uh, Dark of the Moon. Wait, that was that was awful too, right? I did not enjoy that one. That had Leonard, that was like the original that Prime had or whatever. Nimoy playing uh, Sentinel Prime, and I just kind of went, oh, "Can't you just hold off and make him Galvatron?" What was,
2: the, what was the first one that had Marky Mark in it?
0: Age of Extinction. Uh. Like, that one was. Cool. I like that one. I, I like the, the first one. one. That was the oh. one with Kelsey Grammar too. Oh my god. Yeah, that one wasn't that bad. Are you wow. Don't don't <laughs> are you wobby? Wa- did, you know? did you go to the movie theaters you to just... watch these? <laughs> but knowed me and obi me. Oh. <laughs> wow, you really thought that those weren't that bad? Yeah, I like I like Mark, e. Mark I feel yeah, he's done the same thing for forever. Yeah, that's what I like. I'm like sorry like cry. Adam Sandler. No, he's done the same thing for forever. But Marky Mark doesn't go. Oh, bee, ba-doo, ba-doo, ba-doo. I no, love he that. He just the vibrations and plays the same no emotion character and everything. Say hi to your mother for me.
3: All right, read your fishbowl fact. Nicole's mom. I'm still trying he's to in grasp the fact that oh. you like these movies. Yeah,
2: because they're they're the type of movie that you don't. You just go and you watch the action. I don't. Wait,
3: well, when you say go, so you're actually going to the movie theater. You're paying no, no money.
2: No, I've watched them on a. Netflix or whatever. Or okay, so you're,
3: you at least just watch them from home. Yeah, watch you're them not, from home. Cause you said go.
4: Can I tell you? This is why I don't like action oh. movies why? for this, this th- for this reason, where I feel like so much of the story. Falls by the wayside to just the visual effects of everything that's happening. No, that's, yeah, that's what it's supposed to be. No, but that's why I don't enjoy them. It's like, I don't, like, cool, that looks cool, but you do that on a computer, like, I'm not going to invest my time into just seeing something that looks cool. It's just, it just, it doesn't do it for me. Yeah,
2: but you go in, that's what, yeah, you go in just for the cool aspect of how it looks. But
4: I don't think, no. I saw that, it's It's not worth it.
2: No, there's there's certain movies that you go for the story.
4: <laughs> <laughs> what of movies did I go for? I go for one And then there's story. certain
2: movies where you just go for the looks. uh
4: uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> did you look through the fishbowl facts to pick one?
2: You cheated on this week's fish, fishbowl facts. I totally did.
3: I have a fishbowl fact right, that right, you Of really course gave you me. do. <laughs> Megatron's original form was that of a Walther? Walter. Walter. Walter? There's an
0: H there. Okay.
3: Well, Walter
2: silent. P38 handgun. You're allowed to overlook any misspellings and
0: just be a professional and just read it. I didn't know if that's hey. what he was pronounced. <laughs> no, 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 I don't know anything about guns. For us, for us it's German, so it's Walter. <laughs> Thank you, Dale. <JL. laughs>
3: <laughs> this was changed into a cy- Cybertronian jet for the 2007 movie with co-writer Alex Kurtzman saying about, saying about the change, quote... That will be the equivalent of Darth Vader turning into his own lightsaber and someone else swinging him around. Unquote. I agree with that. That was a very smart decision. When he would transform into the gun, yeah, who would shoot him? Starscream? Star scream. Star That's what I remember. Yeah, Star Scream. I've
0: not even hesitated on that. It was a Star Scream. But why?
2: Why would you need to do that? That, that was kind of he dumb. turned into I... a
0: cannon as Galvatron. Yeah, but he shot
2: himself. <laughs> To Insert me. joke there. <laughs> There's so many jokes right there.
0: And I'm like, no, no.
3: About shooting, like, <laughs> yeah, shooting himself. Sometimes I've shot myself. Haven't you? I, I'm
2: not going to discuss it on air. In Transformers, hold on, Nicole. No. Hold on, JL. I got a, a Transformer movie one. Ooh. In Transformers: Dark of the Moon, 532 cars were destroyed during filming. Wait, In how many? 532.
0: And none of them were Michael Bay's.
4: That's why the movies cost so much to make.
2: I could have used one of those cars.
4: I could have used all the money that the cars cost. Yeah.
2: That's like my student loan debt. (laughs) Your
3: student loan debt equals 532 cars? At this point, probably. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It probably does. Are you pre-med? I was. I'm not this semester. I've taken off for the next two semesters.
4: During the production of the first movie, Michael Bay used the official website to allow fans to suggest lines of dialogue to be used in the film. Among all the submitted lines, the chosen one ended up being, Freedom is the right of all sentient beings. Sentient. Sentient being.
3: Currently I'm pre-bankrupt.
4: <laughs> While Optimus Prime had never spoken that line before, it wasn't completely foreign to the Transformer franchise as it had appeared on the back of the Optimus Prime toys packaging in the 1980s. So my question is, did a fan really submit that or did they just say like, oh, this fan submitted a line, it just happened to be one that was
0: well it was suggested something it was by a contest fan. through Pizza Hut. I
4: but like that's what I'm saying is, couldn't they just say that a fan submitted that line and they actually just picked it out? It's and they tried than, to make people feel like they did something?
2: It's better than having the line submitted Bodie McBoatface.
0: Well, yeah, that, that happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was I, that? I really like that boat, what, though. What's that? Bodie McBoatface. You need to look it up. It's they. It's uh, a boat. Who who
2: had the boat they wanted named? Was it the Coast Guard? No, it was uh, England. Oh, England. yes. I remember this. Yeah, it was not England. Okay.
4: Something like that, yeah. So like imagine That was Optimus. pretty recently, right?
0: A uh, couple years, yeah. Recently, years? yeah. No,
4: it was, it was Yeah. Okay. You know,
0: it was it was a couple years. years. It was like a year or two to, ago. If you yeah. listen to one of our first episodes, we have a good long 15-minute joke debate about <laughs> the name Bodie McBoatface for do? a while.
3: Oh, yes, we do. I forgot all about that. Our first episode?
0: One of our first episodes. We made jokes about it because we said we wanted to change the podcast name to Bodie McBoatface. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, but although uh. probably no
2: one heard that joke because it was five people talking over each other. Well, uh, you said you yeah. wanted
4: to gather clips to yes. uh, play over. We should find that.
0: Uh, um, There's still two fishbowl facts. Okay,
4: that's fine. I still got three people before me. All right, read
0: that's your cheated fine. fishbowl fact. Right I on. will read my cheated fishbowl fact because did you know that Peter Cullen, the voice of Optimus Prime, was also Eeyore in the numerous Winnie the Pooh shows and movies? the narrator from the Voltron TV series, and was the voice of the Predator in the original movie.
4: No way. No way. I, know. I did not know.
0: I would have never known the Eeyore part.
4: Thank you, Fishbowl family. Although
0: you can kind of hear it now. I am never going to be able to listen to Eeyore the same way because <laughs> all I'm going to hear is 100 Acre Wood roll out. <laughs> <laughs> Is this too long Poo for you? Poo and friends, roll yes. out. Poo and friends, roll out. <laughs> All these sentient beings, <laughs> like Christopher Robin. <laughs> Rue, you will never rule the hundred acre wood. Star, <laughs>
2: star Scream, can you please put back on my tail? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Why did you give up your fishbowl fact? You looked sad when you didn't have an extra one. You had an yeah, Eeyore
0: look to you. You looked like Eeyore.
2: No, he <laughs> gave it up because it's a long one. Mine is short. <laughs> I messed up and I put two of the same fishbowl facts. So there was only seven fishbowl facts mm-hmm. this week. Because I
0: think you should have read it again and nobody would have noticed.
2: No, it was the, <laughs> the Peter Collin
0: as Eeyore. Got in there oh, twice. Oh, <laughs> we already made all the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty of Peter Cullen Eeyore jokes right now. Among
2: the Transformers toys of various generations, there is, there is a defect that certain figures exhibit where the metallic painted pieces, and the gold, uh, of the gold ones in particular... Well, I'm glad
3: I didn't read this. <laughs>
2: ...have a bad tendency to break and crumble. Among avid collectors of the toys, the defect has become well-known and is often more commonly known as Gold Plastic Syndrome... Gold Plastic Syndrome would jump from the toy defect to Transformers canon as it would later be incorporated into the show and comics with the Transformer Doctor character Red Alert developing a cure for it and other villainous Transformers developing a weaponized version of Gold Plastic Syndrome. Which
0: is actually the title of the new Nine Inch Nails album. Is it really? Yeah, they're huge Transformers fans. Interesting.
3: That is pretty, that is pretty fun that that, little, that they incorporated that defect into the series.
2: Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. But you could have read that, and then you could have been the cool one to introduce
0: that to the general public. <laughs> right now, Chris has got street cred. I do have street cred. At the conventions for Transformers.
3: <laughs> I also think it's interesting that when we did the um, old Console Wars episode, we were talking. I think one of the fishbowl facts there were the Super Nintendo plastic would also turn yellow.
0: The SNES yeah this, this <laughs> <mess>. <laughs>
3: It's like is it just like toy plastic turns yellow in general? I don't know. They're probably trying to cut costs. As for my fishbowl fact, the Americanization of the transformers in the movies was a result of the bay approaching what, the bay. Yeah, it's the like bay. the Hoff, but it's the bay. <laughs> was a result of Michael Bay approaching American automakers and reaching a partnership. As a way to save money. In later movies, you'd see the cast expand to more international automakers, such as Audi, Ferrari, and Mercedes, who would also jump on the Transformers bandwagon to get their cars in the films. Does it really say the bay? It says the bay. I'm not making that up. Why would I make that up? (laughs) Because you're
2: weird.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It does say (laughs) the bay.
2: (laughs) I think... I think they got corrected. <laughs> I, I think know. they got auto-corrected.
0: All I know is from now on I'm referring to Michael Bay as <laughs> the, the Bay. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome.
2: And that's your Transformers episode. That was pretty cool information. I learned a lot. I hope this
0: episode was more than meets the ear.
2: Ha! So funny.
0: I haven't told dad jokes in a while, all right? I didn't say anything was wrong with it.
3: Oh, I got a surprise for you next so live funny. show. Can anyone make the Transformers noise with their mouth?
2: Nope. Can't do it. Pew, pew. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up.
4: All right. Let's rate the beer.
2: I liked
0: it. Well, you're gonna yeah, going to do more than that. That was the most impressive rating ever. You know I'm what? With that, we- can you explain the rating system to me?
4: I will. I will give Fraz a break this week. Our rating system is one through six because when you typically buy a nice uh, six pack of beer, it comes with six beers. So if you were to have all of them to yourself after drinking the first one, how many beers would you drink? One through six. Let's see.
2: That looks like The Watchman. That mask reminds me of The Watchman, not Transformers. I'm like, Owlman. Yes, it's a
0: basically. McDonald's Happy Meal toy. All right, Nicole,
2: what's your rating?
4: You know what? <laughs> It has good flavor. It has a nice label. It, it It's pretty impressive. I don't find anything wrong with it. It's pretty smooth. I would give it a six. I'd probably be able to have six Yeah. I couldn't swallow my score. burp that time. That's what? fine.
2: I'm going to piggyback on you, uh, Nicole. Yep. Don't look for us. Um, I'm going with a six, two. It's smooth. It's drinkable. It's got a... Very subtle hint of fruit, really, but it's not overpowering at all. There's yeah. no aftertaste. Which oh, you know, any beer that I rate low it has a terrible aftertaste. This is a six by. Sh- this is a winner right here, and it's Flaming
3: Lips endorsed mm-hmm. for us. It's different. Oh uh, god, <laughs> here we go. The label is very. It's very out there. It's very original, like the Flaming Lips, and I. I don't know this band, so. It just captures me as being something very different. Almost bubblegummy is what I think of when I see that label. So I reluctantly go in for the first sip, given the...
0: Can you give a rating and not an adult romance novel (laughs) review?
2: (laughs) (laughs) So wait a minute. Do you often... It sounds like you look at the label first and then have expectations based on what's inside. I
3: prejudge a book by its cover. Oh my gosh. Why, oh my gosh. I, I feel like most people do. I, there's nothing wrong with... I, yeah, I understand that, like, labels can be, you know, yeah, deceptive. Yeah, the label has nothing to do with the content. But the label makes me think that, oh, this is going to be, like, bubblegummy or fruity. And...
0: Because it's I, pink?
3: Yes. Th- yeah, that's why. I guess we should describe the label in more detail. But... You need to stop
2: caressing the bottle while you're talking. It's really disturbing.
0: It's bubble gummy. His hands are stuck to it.
3: This is how I get my feelings about the okay, beer. that I'm drinking. Wow! the caressing. Then I know At what the s- beer feels. I know how we'll I feel about the beer.
0: Yes. Tell us what's, what's who the goes rating? first, you or the beer.
3: It's very smooth. Yes. It doesn't have that bubble gummy effect that I thought Take, was coming it my way.
2: Uh-huh.
3: um it's like a gentle caress on the inside of my mouth.
2: Before we lose our last listener, what's the rating?
3: <laughs> I think given it's the easy drinkability, I could probably easily do a three out of five.
1: It's out of six. <laughs> <laughs> it's out
3: of six. So it's four. I would do a 3.5 out of six. Oh, my gosh.
0: I hate the Canadian. System. <laughs>
2: so 3.5. Is that your final answer? Yeah, if, if I can't explain why this? it got 3.5 Yes,
0: explain why. X out of No, no, six. no. I think we're... What? I'm going to trying Google? to do Faraz math right now for your actual It's rating. akin
3: to toilet paper math, I think.
4: It's not. It's not. I promise.
0: I think I understand toilet paper 18 math divided better than by you five. understand the rating What system. is toilet paper 3.
4: math? 3.6. You give it a 3.6 out of 6. If you were to give it a 3.6... A three out of five. What is
2: toilet paper math?
0: It's hard is what it is. It's where the jumbo rolls equal. Like one roll is like the equivalent of like this many rolls. Oh, okay.
4: And they're never equivalent to any kind of logical math. But
0: you know what is easy? Rating this beer, which I'm going to give a six because it has a great taste. It's very smooth. Like Chris said, no aftertaste. The label is phenomenal. I love Dogfish Head as a brewery, Mm -hmm. and they really knocked it out of the park with this beer. Six. And oh, those, six uh, and
4: a half ABV.
0: Those last
2: dogfish you brought Pax in, punch. both of those were horrible until and you combined then you put them. Put them together. So I was I was nervous about. And when this they one. made
0: Voltron, it was great.
2: That's true. The the separate Voltron people weren't as as powerful as the whole Voltron.
0: That's right.
2: That's a lesson to be learned
0: for another episode. I want to know
2: who's the guy that determines that the one toilet paper roll equals. Four toilet paper rolls.
4: Somebody who failed math. All right, well, That's all uh, I got. Let's <laughs> open up the
2: email. What do you got?
4: Uh, if you want to email us, email us at podcast42show at gmail.com for two numerically. Don't type out
3: the words 42.
0: That's why I couldn't log on to the Wait, email for forever. about the
3: toilet paper math. Uh-huh. Why don't we just buy the different sets and count the squares to oh see how God.
4: accurate they are. Do you yeah, know well, how long that will take? That's what we'll spend our money that we've made on. <laughs> I
0: vote that the next live show, we bring in a roll from each thing that they compare it to. And you sit there and you count out the, each square that's, while we talk. It sounds like that's a group fun. effort. We'll need like, the whole house. You,
4: you bring in one of your Charmin because he says Charmin instead of Charmin. Which do you guys say? Charmin. You say,
3: Charman Thank you. Don't squeeze and it. And he's
4: like, and yet but it's
3: Charizard, it's- not Charizard.
4: Yeah, but it's also Chardonnay. We went over this. Oh
3: my god! But it's not <laughs> Sh- Charizard, is it? It's like the <laughs> whole wheel. It's, it's wh- not, wh- not a Wheaton Chardonnay. We
0: the <laughs> <laughs> <It's- laughs> Oh, Will
4: Wheaton. Oh. <laughs> Will
2: Wheaton. It's Charmin. you are acting
4: weird? <laughs> what are you
0: acting weird?
2: You know why it's Charmin?
3: Because on the commercial they say Charmin.
4: Charmin. <laughs> yes, that's what I told him. I'm
3: just supposed to believe that the people that are saying this know what how it's pronounced? They're advertising! Yes. how do the
4: Japanese say Hyundai?
3: Hyundai. Yeah. Wait, why'd you say Japanese?
4: Because isn't it a Japanese? Because it's Hyundai like it's Hyundai. South Korean. Okay, how do they say Hyundai? Hyundai.
3: No, they say, they say Hyundai.
0: No, they don't. They say Hyundai.
3: They say Hyundai because they actually they had, had to a, correct they had the commercial. a ad
0: campaign where they said it's Hyundai like Lake Sunday. Hyundai. Okay, but Even anyway, though I mispronounced it listening to you for my first time. So yeah. it
3: like Nicole's like validity but, in this argument. Okay, has been well, do they
4: say do they say Chardonnay or Chardonnay?
3: A lot of people say things that are incorrect. I am not just going to believe how anyone. Much you've had so you are the.
4: So you're the one saying it incorrect. If you're saying charmin, no,
2: they had a campaign that was famous forever. Don't squeeze the charmin. They never said it any differently. Don't harm the charmin. And why would they go? Oh well, he messed it up. So let's just do thirty years of this messed up word.
3: Well, they've been if their math is wrong, they've been doing how many years of the messed up math? Obviously,
0: we're almost at the end of the toilet the toilet roll math, (laughs) and we'll eventually hear the proper way to say it. You could be the last square. I will <laughs> I will
3: follow up with this toilet paper math thing. That's fine. And, I'll get back and to if you, guys. you don't,
0: we will replace you like we do the toilet paper. Do you paper put the roll? toilet
3: paper over or under the roll? Over.
4: I prefer it over. He puts it under.
3: I do under. Really? Yeah.
0: It is easier to grab and I'm,
3: I've heard this you argument. Don't poop I
0: disagree. You no, I poop don't poop enough. Twice my, a
3: day is all I poop. My That's kids it? have
2: lost all the little things that stick in there so it's just it just sits on the back of the toilet. <laughs> All right, back to the emails.
4: Back to the email. Podcast42show at gmail.com. Gene emailed us saying, what has been everybody's favorite show topic so far? Mine was Nickelodeon. That's what Gene said. His favorite was Nickelodeon hmm, episode.
2: That's a tough one. Yes. Hmm. Um, I like the ones where I learn stuff that I don't know. So I'm trying to think, what was the one that I learned the most?
4: I like the ones that I actually know what we're talking about. I actually like the
2: ones where you don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Those right, are like, more fun. <laughs> all of two episodes.
4: I like Seinfeld, and I like South Park, and I like... Just pick all the
0: episodes you chose. <laughs> before. It's okay. I, I kind of like okay. Ernest. I like the Ernest one. I thought Ernest was fun. Honestly, I loved our episode where we did the tasting. Tasting was good. Oh, yeah, well, the Japanese The snacks. Japanese tasting was a lot of fun because it was adventurous. I thought I had so much fun with the... Big Brother episode.
4: That one was great. We have to do that again. Steve. We are.
0: I really enjoyed yes, that because one. because
4: Big Brother is starting soon because it's almost summer, and summer
0: means Big but Brother. Seeing as how we're picking topics that we did, I would have to say <laughs> Dave Grohl was my favorite episode that I picked. Who? The Dave Grohl episode.
3: You,
4: you were here for that?
0: No,
2: I don't think he was. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. was. He, were you Dave Grohl? Foo Fighters.
4: Yeah.
0: Who? yeah, he was. Who are the Foo Fighters? Oh, oh my God. Gosh. He was definitely here he for that. He was here for that We were one. definitely already yes, here for that. Yes, because we already went yeah. over the whole Foo Fighters thing. It's a Canadian band.
4: See, I'm glad I'm not the only one who doesn't pay attention when it's a topic they don't know about.
0: <laughs> what was your favorite
3: episode? Well, they're like... Forty episodes that I don't know. Well, you can pick. You, could you be were like in the but, first you know. seven, and then you came. But I didn't pay attention West. to those. So you don't have and a favorite of
2: nev-
4: what you've done. You, to be fair, the ones that he was a part of at the beginning were never a set
0: topic. No, it was kind of no, all. But given since you've come the, back, what have been your favorite ones that we've? But recorded? before
3: I came back, my favorite one that I remember was when someone ordered pizza, <laughs> 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 and I believe wings or no wings, wings and wings to my apartment and in the office. made s-
0: sure to put ham and pineapple on the pizza because he knew none of us were going to eat it.
3: Yes.
2: <laughs> okay, so the famous story is, for those who don't know it, we were recording a show one night. There was five of us, and in the middle of the show, the door, there's a knock on the door. And, and we're all they're...
0: caught off guard by it. Yes.
2: <laughs> and the person goes, oh, my pizza's here. <laughs> And we're like, okay, well, we're all hungry. But no, it was a personal pan-sized pizza, a very small one, and like six wings. And he started to eat it in front of us. He didn't offer anybody any. And it was a a Hawaiian pizza. Not that anybody wanted that crap.
0: That was a
3: great episode.
2: It was was
0: a great episode. But I think the best part about that episode is I wish – and the thing I wish the most is that everybody could have seen our reactions to the door, getting the knock on the door. That would have been good. And the fact that he ate the pizza and wings in front of us without actually asking us if we wanted Although, to. Although,
2: I think the more uncomfortable episode. Was when the knock on the door came because Faraz's gas was leaking. Oh,
0: (laughs) I forgot about that one. And And we had to record with the windows open. That was awesome too. Well, the maintenance
2: guys come in, and there's five guys sitting around the smallest table. (laughs) One sitting on the end of the couch because Faraz refused to have five chairs. (laughs) Absolutely refused. And this maintenance guys looking at us all hovered over a cell phone. (laughs) Five guys hovered over a cell phone. They just walk in, they do whatever they did, and they walk and out. we
0: kept recording the entire <laughs> Yes, <song>. we did.
2: <laughs> that was kind of weird. I wonder what stories they told their families. There's five guys. They're sitting over a cell phone. I don't know, they're talking into a cell phone. I don't know what they're doing. Going back to JL's question.
3: The one guy is sitting on the edge of the couch. <laughs> My favorite episode, I think, since I've been back, Going off the five guys thing Chris just said was the burger episode. Oh, okay. Well, that
2: one's only on Patreon.
3: I had a lot of fun doing the live episode with, like, everyone tasting the burgers and everything. Yeah. And right after that, I think we did the console Wars, yes? Episode one?
0: No, I think it was the Star Wars politics episode. Was really? That one. No. That no? was
4: a lot longer before that.
0: I don't know.
2: I don't know. But um, we got
0: we got chicken coming up soon. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Baked? No, no gonna fried. Do, oh, fried chicken.
2: We're going to do uh, oh, live tasting of all the fried chickens. Yeah, I got another gluten, gluten hell for so, you. So
4: <laughs> I've been watching a lot of South Park that I never got to experience before. And I just watched the episode where Cartman ate all of the skin off of the fried chicken that the boys had ordered. So they were like really pissed off at him, decided to all ignore him. And then all the kids at school decided to ignore him. So Cartman thought he was dead. But Butters wasn't in on the joke. So he was helping Cartman go around town and make reparations, thinking that he needed to do that for his soul to finally like be released. Oh,
0: it's death. so nice you helped out Cartman. Yes.
2: <laughs> but mm-hmm. that doesn't answer my question. Do we have well- a second email?
4: Yes, we do. Uh, minute, what was your
2: favorite episode? Uh, the one where the maintenance men came in. Yeah, oh, you okay. just
3: said the gas one. Sorry,
0: we were so busy. We are all going to die your... because of gas. Yeah. I didn't realize that was your answer. Yeah, uh,
2: uh, we had to record in, in a gas filled apartment, and then the maintenance men came in, and five guys are at a really small table yelling into
3: a cell phone. It was the gamble <laughs> with our lives for the show. <laughs> it was what really liked. and I was The adrenaline the rush. Show, which
0: was even better. <laughs>
4: La four five six emailed asking yes uh, says you guys talk a lot of Star Wars any Star Trek fans
2: I love the fr- I grew up on the first one with William Shatner
0: I grew up on Next
3: Generation I second Next Generation but I also watched Deep Space Nine
0: I did watch Deep Space Nine I watched some Voyager I did watch original Star Trek also like when it comes to movies I remember watching the original cast in the movies before anything else yeah
3: William Shatner was a man still is. Wait, Shatner or Picard? Shatner. Shatner.
0: Even though I grew up watching Picard on Next Generation, I'm still going Shatner.
3: I don't know. There's something about Picard. I just feel like the culture that he brings to the show. Yeah,
0: because he's Professor X. He's got you like it's that mind trick.
3: I don't know. I'd have to set up uh, Picard. I would be a
0: Picard. crew. Cisco. So <laughs>
2: Do you do? Did you do any Star Trek at all? Nicola? I
0: just started
4: watching Star Wars. If you think I was keeping up with Star Trek that whole time and never watching Star, Star Trek Wars, Trek you guys are fool. Would make more
0: fools. sense for you the way you want logic and everything, Spock. So you should no. really watch it. No, are they still doing the Star okay.
3: Trek Discovery? Yes. Wait. Has Nicole seen the Star Trek films, the new no. ones The Chris Pine? And why are what? you asking them
4: and not asking me? I'm right here. <laughs> no, I have not. S- oh, I did see. I did see the one with Chris Pine. I mean, it's Which Chris one? Pine. Uh, the first one. I did not see anything. Oh, after we need to watch Chris all
0: of them. I have them all. Do we have? You yes. guys are
4: trying to get out of my episode because you don't want to do any research on my no, topic. That's <laughs> no, that's as not true. As far as we all like, sh- sh- heard,
3: though, sh- sh- you didn't do any research on Transformers.
0: I've seen I, the
4: movies, though. Sh- 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 Have you seen any of Degrassi? Yeah,
0: I grew I, up in Canada. No, Is that no, enough? That's, yeah. That's Listen, BS. I can watch Drake in a wheelchair anytime. time. All right.
2: For, well, for those not in the know, everyone gets to pick a topic, so... Once a month, you get to pick a topic, so an upcoming show is going to be on Degrassi. It's Nicole's pick, just to catch and everybody up to speed. Two
4: of these gentlemen are trying to get somebody to take their spot so they won't have to do any research it's or talk about person, it. It's one person,
0: and I was already told no. Mm. By who? <laughs> He's laughing. Yes. <laughs> oh. Mm. <laughs> I yeah. fully expect JL to be
2: knowledgeable on Degrassi like he is on all the other topics we've done
0: that's right i will watch it's a challenge
4: episodes. i can pick five i was only gonna say i'll give you two to watch wow, wow if you amazing. want five i will give that's you amazing. five
0: i gave you how many twilight zones? did you watch two
4: exactly which is why i was <laughs> gonna give you two
0: <laughs> that's it that fair. i'm just gonna go to youtube and and put in the best of degrassi and see what comes up
4: well before you do that Send me the link so I can tell you if that's actually what you should be watching or not.
0: I'm I also have a Degrassi expert on the side. Yeah, I do apparently. have
3: I have okay. one question. Wait, is your is, is your fiance a Degrassi expert? No, 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 She's no talking I'm really, about
0: Your friend. I'm really gonna message our one friend that we work with and also your girlfriend.
3: Oh okay. So technically I have
2: two experts. Since so yes, this sir. is still the Transformer episode yes, the Degrassi Transformers. episode. I have one quick question though. And we're gonna drop it. Are we gonna be able to watch any episode and be okay with what's going on? Of what? Degrassi, or is there a bunch of backstory we're going to need? It's a soap opera, isn't it?
4: Yes, it is a teen soap opera. Uh, I will try to send you more of the iconic stuff, the most controversial episodes that it happens, such as a school shooting or a teenage pregnancy, like all okay. the kind of main stuff that is what the show is most known for being controversial and being something that the youth can relate So it's not to. like
2: Saved by the Bell. I'm it's not going to get any shootings. exact words. Oh, come on. <laughs> okay. That
0: was going to be my whole... They, they you were already actually... took my whole bit away from me for
2: that episode. <laughs> I'll beat it's, you to it.
4: It's been compared to it, but at the same time, Degrassi definitely went a lot darker and covered a lot more. Oh, is there a
3: school shooting? It's Canada. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They've never had any school shootings in Canada.
4: Far fewer than the United States. I'll let you know that much.
2: All right. Well, we're we're wasting valuable material (laughs) that can be saved for that show. So um, that wraps up Transformers. This was more than meets the eye.
4: What time are we at? We're okay. I have one more question for you. Okay.
0: Is it Um, Transformers related?
4: No, it is. What is this new artwork that you have? That's I've been I've been looking at it this whole time, and okay. every time I'm seeing something different. Well, I don't. Nobody know. Nobody
2: knows what you're talking about. Well, yeah. that's what you need to. I had no idea what, what she's is. talking about at all. You should. Uh, you've watched that show. I have not wa- you I, have watched. You have watched that show.
3: From no, South it's the member berries. No, it's not. It is not, it the, is member not the member berries, berries from South
4: Park. What is wrong? with I have you? a very
2: bad angle. <laughs> it's a, sure. a blue guy that helps you and then dies.
4: I don't know who that is.
2: <laughs> Mr. six. I don't know who that is. You watch Rick and Morty, don't you? Watch Rick and Morty. I've no. seen you watch Rick and Morty. I've
4: seen maybe an episode. I've seen I Rick and Morty. And I don't Rick remember and that. watch Rick and Morty
2: more Rick and Morty than you
4: because you watch more of everything than I do.
3: It's Mr. Meeseeks from Rick and Morty. Okay. If we're going to talk about Transformers, the remaining time, let's go back to Code <laughs> of Hero.
0: Yes, let us go back to Code of <laughs> Hero. Because, like, I feel
3: like Kristen like convey how important that was. With Ultra B, no, come back. You have five minutes. It was... Dinobot was awesome. He, <laughs> he was the
0: greatest. He started off as a Predacon. My name is Chris
3: DeVos. And that's I'm been, Nicole no, Fasano. He was joking. a Velociraptor <laughs> and a Predacon. He
0: was, and he started off as a Predacon and he defected to be a Maximal.
2: Okay. I don't know what any of that means.
3: I feel like Nicole.
0: How's it we feel? We just
2: talked about we it.
3: Just, we just did it. Yeah, we did a whole joking. episode. I'm just joking. It means that he abandoned the bad guys but, for the good guys.
2: But we... you. I don't know what more you want to cover He on went
3: it. through, like, a whole character change, like Vegeta from Dragon Ball Z. Ooh, yeah! Okay. So
2: he was a bad guy and he turned into a good guy? Yeah. yeah! Okay. So he
3: had a whole character arc that reached that epic climax, the Code of Hero, epic where he climax. died. And oh, it was yeah. sad and tragic. And the way he died was just to, when he they realized that this was Earth and these were humans... What
2: kind of dinosaur was he? Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Oh. We just said that.
3: It'd been better if he oh, was
2: yeah. a T-Rex.
0: It was. He was defending the humans. Yeah. Yes.
3: He was defending the first valley where like, Do humans were you remember were when they became
0: transmetals though, in Beast Wars? No. Like when the second, like...
3: Was he a motorcycle or something? No.
0: They essentially brought him back. Like, they found his spark and, like, you know, like, they took his body and, like, made, like, a new Dinobot that he went back to being a Predacon.
2: Oh, no. Velociraptor isn't very big.
0: But he still ended up dying because he retained the memories and he had to fight to get them back.
2: Why would they choose a Velociraptor? Because they're awesome.
0: Nineties the and everybody loved them with Jurassic Park. But you know what hated me during the Transmetal thing when they killed off Pterosaur and Scorpionok like in the most lamest ways possible, so they could just bring in two new Predacons instead of like you know.
2: But Velociraptor is no good by itself. But it's
0: like, why wouldn't you keep them around so you can make new action figures? How did they die? I forget. They fell into lava. No, oh, during the um, after the arc, what did they me. take off in they the arc? They were on like these hoverboards and everything like that, and they crashed into each other and fell into lava.
3: I could not believe Waspinator survived. Oh, I can't I believe it
0: either. Oh my god! Can <laughs> you yeah. believe his character? Ever. Waspinator was Waspinator made back was, was the Tree. butters of Transformers Beast Wars characters. Oh my god! And butters he, is awesome. I don't know what you're trying to say. But he was so lame. South Park and all they did was pick on him and. He ended up being a Beast machine still. And-
3: Poor Waspinator. And that's who they thought was um Falcon? Faltron? Oh, uh Black Widow's God. Lover was actually yeah, Black
0: Arachnia. Yeah. She-, she thought that Silverbolt was really this person and it was not. No. It, it was, was Waspinator. Waspinator. Yes, oh Waspinator. <laughs> and really Waspinator was in that one, but like Silverbolt was in the one that you just wouldn't expect. And that's time.
4: Alright. Good job, guys.
2: So, really? And what you weren't listening to is Velociraptors are no good by themselves. You have to have Maybe. many Velociraptors have in order to, to do any damage. And they have to have he a saved
3: all of us by himself.
0: They answer. have to have a T-Rex yeah, to answer. Dinobot to. is a hero yeah. to all of us. Yes. I'm right. And you need uh, uh, so Chris Pratt. So for all of you that really need to watch that episode. Transforming so Chris Pratt. of it. It's code of hero. Code of hero. YouTube
3: it. It's worth the view.
0: <laughs> it is 25 minutes of your life that you'll be happy that you watched. Good
2: so recommendation. Good. I'm going to go watch it right now.
0: Okay. All right. All right well, well, that's,
2: that's the, the show. Yay. Uh, you can get extra stuff on our Patreon. Um, Search
4: this, for Podcast 42 yep. on Patreon.
2: Lots of extra uh, uh, episodes, including the one that Frost talked about tonight with the burgers uh lots of extra audio there's a couple sound checks up there that are pretty funny there are scripts and yep yeah, if you like With anything s- that s- you've s- heard uh script wise you can read it. it doesn't have our colorful commentary on it but it's a straight up script
4: it's a little yeah it's a little easier to follow if you find that our commentary is kind of s- squirreled our I
2: commentary think. is never squirreled <laughs> on point all the time always uh, such as talking about
0: Degrassi in a
2: Transformers episode. Yes. Wait till
0: I talk about Transformers in the Degrassi episode. Mm. You'll get three minutes. Mm. That is fine. Yes.
2: <laughs> and you can catch us on all the podcast stuff that you can catch everywhere. Uh, if you listen to us on Spreaker, it's most appreciated because we actually get paid if you listen to us on Spreaker.
4: Yeah, but you could find us anywhere. Almost anywhere you find podcasts except for Spotify because they don't like us.
3: Nope. That's okay. Nicole's Maybe
4: follow. one day they'll turn around. And is it also... My fault? Why is it my fault?
0: Because you keep telling them how they don't like us. Just... I
3: didn't lose a Spotify. I never once dissed them. We didn't no. have
2: Spotify, so we didn't either, lose you know, Spotify. So.
3: They're they're very.
2: I don't. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is.
3: I've dissed many companies on this show, but never <laughs> that Spotify. <is> really true. <laughs> and then, if
2: you want to catch us live, we usually do a live show uh, Monday nights around nine o'clock, and you can catch that on Spreaker as well.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I think that wraps it up. Who are you guys?
4: I'm Nicole Faison.
0: Me still Grimlock.
2: And I'm Faraz. Hey. And I'm Christopher DeVos. Because
0: I have a last name. Woo! Podcast 42, roll out.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Fare thee well. That's <laughs> with
2: the fare thee well?
3: <laughs> you are no longer listening to Podcast 42.
2: Some of the stuff you just heard might have been embellished, made up, or just plain incorrect. In other words, don't use this show to write a book report with. You will get a bad grade, just like all the hosts.
4: But I'm not done yet! JL's Beer Cooler is written and performed by Cremo. Cremo is an award-winning actor and musician. For all things Cremo, including more great music, visit Cremo.com. That's spelled C-R-A-Y-M-O. He is on Twitter, at Cremo. Facebook, just search Cremo Music. And also on YouTube under, you guessed it, Kramo.